And a very good evening everybody, welcome along, Monday night. My name is Graham, welcome to this week's episode of Tea and Tops, I'm here with my good friend Jason. Jason, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, glad to have you back this week. I'm back. <laughs> gutted you weren't there last week, oh. but it's good to have you back. You want to talk about people who are gutted they missed last week, you are speaking to the, the guy who was the most gutted that I missed it last week. Not only did we have an awesome guest on, uh, and James Fiorentino, and I loved the interview, I listened to it back obviously. Um, uh, yeah, I loved the interview. But he's like a heavily connected Yankees guy. And that's the week that I choose to miss. And when I could be working these nice Yankees contacts and, you know, oh, heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. But I love some of the ideas. I love the idea of us being pressed at a card show somewhere. That would be absolutely hilarious. Uh, we why, be, hey, why not? We are the largest, well, the largest group, the largest UK podcast about the sports card industry that's here. It, man. Russia's and number as far one. as we know of. <laughs> <laughs> And when I say UK, I mean Europe as well. I mean, Europe, yeah, yeah. Hey, who knows? It could be the world for all we know, right? <laughs> exactly. Those stats lie. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> I've just decided I'm not going to sit and click a pen the whole way through the podcast like I normally do. I'm going to sit and twiddle with a pencil because that doesn't yeah. make any noise. But yes, James is awesome. Yeah. I, I really had a good time talking to James. I've, I've chatted to him before. Uh, the guy couldn't be nicer. Uh, so so down to earth, and his work's amazing. And you know, we, I always say that he is the Michael Jordan of watercolor sports art. And he really is. He really is. Yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal name. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah, really great. Absolutely got it. I missed it. Uh, but yeah, appreciate you uh, holding the fort. Um, obviously, people found that we we sort of co-shared it. I guess on uh, tea and to- uh, No, sorry, on ball caps and bad pipes. The the other podcast uh, that you run related to Scottish baseball, and we managed to get it shared out. So. Yeah, cheers for everyone who found it. And of course, the podcast episode, I think, did pretty well as well because uh, um, people weren't able to find the live stream on Monday. Um, so yeah, I uh, appreciate everyone who listens on the podcast. This is a, a quick thing. If you if you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts, I believe around about 42% of you do, according to the, the statistics that we get sent to us every week. Uh, if you do find the time to give us a quick rating on there, a little five stars would be very much appreciated. You can write a lovely comment. Uh, you can comment on the fact that Jason and I have coordinated our, our, our day wear today. Uh, uh, this is fantastic podcast content, I know, because you can't see us. But uh, So I'm rocking the Miami Marlins City Connect jersey, and Jason is rocking the matching hat. So it's almost like we coordinated for once. Yes, you know, uh, this hat is even better than in person. Like, I thought it was going to be all right. Uh, big shout out to Ethan Jacoby for hooking us up. He was heading to a Marlins game. We couldn't get any of the merch over here, or it had sold out in time. And we, we kindly asked him if he would pick some stuff up for us, and he did. So, Ethan, big thank you to you. Uh, wouldn't have these without it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the XL uh, is an absolute, it's almost like it's tailored for me. Uh, fantastic. And it's got Brian Anderson's n- uh, number on the back. If, uh, if I could have picked a player jersey, I probably would have picked his. So, yeah, it really That's could, the really only Marlin you can better. name as well. So. Uh, dude, I've got, I've, got his, I've got his autographed rookie card. It's, it's, the, uh, it's <laughs> one of the cards on my PC. There you go. So uh, yeah. it looks good, except for that big swoosh thing on the side. You, we really need to pick that sucker off. We, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I like. There's not a lot of things that I think are are like pay, paying a hundred pounds plus for like a jersey. You know, I bought it at like seventy quid for like a Man U top and stuff like that. But um, you know, a hundred plus pounds for for a baseball top. You think it's kind of nuts. Then you put it on and you think, actually, this is this is like quite a quality piece of gear. Uh, when you compare it to like the majestic ones from sort of, 
you know, two or three years ago, it was the kind of heavy cotton. You can see that Nike's kind of brought it forward. This is like a performance fabric. It's got a lovely, a lovely smooth lining underneath, so you don't get joggers nipple when you wear it without a vest on underneath. You know, because of the big, the big heavy list. stitching across the front. You know, <laughs> it's so it's it's. I mean, I'm not going to say it's value at 110 quid, but. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a very lovely jersey. So yeah, it's a shame that Nike felt the the need to smash their logo across the front of it. But uh, yes, it's very That's nice. That's another cool. conversation we set up that third podcast about yeah, third, jerseys, yeah. Jason, <laughs> yeah, jerseys, yeah. something like that. <laughs> Jason's jerseys. Jesus, we just named another podcast. Here we I go. I know exactly. Yeah, um, uh, as if my wife's not cross at how little time I spend with her in the first place. We're going to spin up another podcast, aren't we? But yeah, you know, like it, the, it is nice. Like I said, if you get you know, the the last batch of the majestic athletic, athletic ones, they are really nice as well. Uh, they it, definitely made a change from what you used to get in the early nineties and early aughts, and it was a big heavy jersey there. I still like it the way. It's just because I've had jerseys since the late eighties, and mm. so that's just always the way it's always been. So oh, I, I yeah. do it. I do enjoy a heavyweight jersey as well. Uh, like I say, chuck it uh, to chuck it on as like a top layer, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, this is this is it, it. It it doesn't feel like it's it's cheap for like the money that we gave, for, like, the money that you gave for it. Exactly. You know I mean? so, but you know, it's like we live in Scotland. Like it doesn't get over twenty degrees. We don't need performers to wiki. You know, no, we, no it's true. We don't. No, no, no. But but, so. consider, but considering I sweat when I walk up the stairs, you know, it's it's kind of welcome. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so of course, other thing you may well see if uh, if you're watching long live tonight. Again, this is fantastic podcast content. Um, so I'm presently in Facebook jail, uh, and hence my background, because um, I made a joke that an algorithm didn't like. Um, so that explains my comedy background uh, on the stream tonight, if anybody's wondering why I have Facebook jail as my background picture. Uh, that is why. Uh, so yeah, I'm locked out of the face balls for 24 hours. Uh, so that's rather irritating, but hey-ho, never mind. <laughs> We're still streaming live. We're we were worried about live. this, figuring yeah. out how we're going to do this, but it, it's worked out just fine. Yeah, here, we so. made it. We made it. Fantastic. All right, then let's 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 move on with uh, with some actual news. Then, since we've bumbled our way through our introduction. Uh, so yeah, some new releases out. Obviously, um, uh, but maybe out last week. We'll be having the the interview episode. Uh, we had a uh, new release just last Friday, actually, twenty twenty one. Top's finest has come out. Um, it was delayed. It was delayed by two days. It was supposed to be out on the Wednesday, which is sort of traditional baseball card release day. Um, ended up coming in the vast majority of outlets. I think some places did get their stock on Wednesday, um, but the vast majority of sellers, uh, they didn't get their stock until Friday. Um, it's it's quite a nice product. It's sort of in that premium price point, but it sort of sits between your regular uh, regular baseball card set and, and like the super premium stuff where you only get like six cards for £200. Um, at least you get slightly more in this uh, for £200, uh, which is eight, kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two boxes. I can't remember how many in each, in each box. I should look that up. Um, but yeah, a couple of autographs for your money this time. Um, yeah, and right about the, the £200 range if you're doing it through the traditional, you know, import it and then sell it kind of, uh, kind of way. Um, no sign of it on Topps UK yet. Uh, so, obviously, what was it? Sterling released was the last one that came out on Topps UK. I think they had one box, uh, and it sold out basically in a minute, um, as all the releases do on Topps UK. And there was much consternation in the the collector community here in the UK, as there quite rightly should be. That you know there was no notice given by Topps. There was no sign of any. Hey, this is coming out today, or look, we just released this. It was. It, 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 it came and went before it was even announced by Tops. 
Yeah. I mean, this is the big problem there. We, we've tried reaching out to tops. That, not that we've had any luck at all, no. but we've tried and we're trying to get them on there to at least go, Hey, look, we are a community. We are a very small community, but at least let us know. Yeah. It was out of my budget. I wasn't buying it. Oh, but, it's out of know. a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it's out of a lot, but then, you know, we can sit and say it's out, it's, it's out, it was out of my budget as well. You know, if I was, if I was opening it myself, but then it sold out so damn quick that somebody's buying it. Like, where's it going, though? But then we speculate that it's going back to the States, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was. No, not at all. Because you said you're talking 200 pounds is like $250, which is like lunch for people. So, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and then throwing another then like 30, Sterling, $30 for shipping, yeah, that's probably a pretty good deal for them. So, But then Sterling was like 600 pounds. You know, it's, uh, that's like the, that's one of the, the way high-end ones, but... I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, trying, they're, they're trying to do something, right? Because they're limiting you to one box per account. So they're obviously trying to stop people from the States, like buying up cases and then shipping it. You know, I, I know firsthand from sellers that I buy from in the US that when the Topps UK edition came out last year, um, you know, I, I know I know one reseller who openly told me that he bought six cases of the stuff from Topps. On the on the day on the day it released, he was like, "Yeah, I I just went on, I, I I went on and grabbed seventy two boxes and shipped them to my shop." And I'm like, "Holy shit, balls, man!" So you know, I mean, I get it. The market's huge over there, but the the there's still a market here, and yeah, even just for for tops social media to get on it and be like, "Come in today at like three p.m." and you could send that at two thirty. You know, yeah. it doesn't, they don't need to do like a massive build up and, and a huge marketing campaign. Just send a freaking tweet. Like give it at least give us a bit of a heads up that there's some UK stock going to be available because when you get it, it's it's always well priced. You know, it comes in significantly under what you can do buying it from the states and, and pulling it over, and they deliver it really quick as well. Now I know they kind of stuffed up with uh, one of the releases last year where people were ordering I think two or three boxes and they shipped everybody one, and I think uh, so rather than one delivery, one delivery with like three boxes and they got three individual deliveries and they came like days after each other and whatever else. So they kind of screwed that up. But in general terms, when you order from Tops UK, I haven't had a problem with, the, with their logistics process. You know, you order it two or three days later, it turns up at your door. Perfect. Um, so yeah, it's a shame. It's like we started to think maybe they were taking this market a bit more seriously. And I suppose they are by at least offering the boxes for sale, but to, to not put any effort you know, oh, Jesus, like, get an intern to send a tweet. Far out, man. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, you know, I, if I volunteer minimum wage, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> what, what do you want it. me to do? You know, yeah, yeah. Just, I can be a social media monkey. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a tweet for God's sake. It's not like, yeah, they, they don't have to invest like tens of thousands of dollars into like a, um, into like a fully fledged marketing campaign. The stuff sells. Obviously they can see it sells, but, yeah, just have a, a a little bit of care for your community and your customer base. But ah, uh, hey ho! If we could change the world, right? Exactly. No, I, just, I think if they would just acknowledge us that we exist. I mean, there's obviously people collecting. It's not just baseball. There's basketball. There's soccer. I didn't realize that we were calling everything soccer over here now. Football. Uh, football. On, football. No, no, no! Come on, like, they sell us soccer cards here. I know, but. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. I had to get my way around it. So, be, so being a Scotsman, that's it. So, F I for, for the non-Scots, that's F I T B A W. Fitball. Uh, that's what we call it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is actually really funny because on my other show, Ball Caps and Bagpipes, they asked if they could shorten it to uh, 
uh, ball bags. <laughs> I was like, that's a term over here. I said, you call people ball bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely cannot short, short it to ball bags. No. No. Oh, wow. So uh, I was like, no, we, we, we couldn't go there. <laughs> and then I called the C word and they told me that was a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's basically a verb. Come on. Let's... <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, was, uh, it, was, it was quite funny. But yeah. Oh, goodness me. Yeah, yeah, so, but so, there's a market here. There's, there's clearly a market here. Yeah. There's clearly a market in Europe. Just acknowledge it. Just I acknowledge us, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not buying millions and millions of dollars worth of stock here, but you know what? Like, That's fine. You still have a group of people here. Yeah, they're not selling millions of dollars worth of stock because they have like one box, and that's basically it because everything sells out in two minutes. So we might see financed. It was, like I say, it was late. It was a couple of days delayed in the US. Um, normally, although there's not really a pattern to the way Tops UK release what they have. But it's usually like a, a couple of days behind, so there's a chance it might be tomorrow. I don't know. I don't want to speculate anymore. I'm tired. Do you of think it was a thoughts. shipping problem? Like they they opened up their shipment, but oh, we got this box here. Okay, what's this shipment? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know how well top ships stuff. You know, uh, we got an extra box here, man. We might as well yeah, stick it up. What are we gonna do this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, who knows what happens behind closed doors? But uh, as far as I'm aware, the delay, the general delay, um, happened because of. Um, like still production problems related to COVID, but uh, from earlier in the year, there was a lot of a lot of retail, which we don't talk about, which I don't talk about too much because it's so flipping difficult to get retail. But um, a lot of retail got quite heavily delayed. At, um, and the tops were obviously prioritizing hobby production over retail, and I guess in hindsight, that's probably turned out to be quite a smart move because, well, you know, people are getting guns pulled on them for their Pokemon cards and stuff. So retail's in a retail's in a strange place right now. Um, so I think that had a bit to do with that. Like, there's still there was obviously the big problems in Texas, where, where one of the major printing places is for Tops and Panini. Funnily enough, um, there was obviously big problems in Texas with the the cold snap and the power outages and and all that kind of stuff as well. A couple of months ago, uh, and I think that's what's causing it. Coming out this week, series two is coming out this week, uh, and the latest I've heard is it could possibly be delayed until Friday as well. I've not got full confirmation of that yet, but. Again, traditional baseball release day is Wednesday. Uh, and I read on a couple of forums today it could possibly be Friday before it comes out. So we might see yet more delays with Top's product. But yeah, anything in the UK would be fantastic. So moving on from that then, um, we'll talk a little bit about Project 70. Well, yeah, we we'll get a little bit of news in there. For, uh, well, I'll touch on later. Uh, so... <clears throat> Big news there. We knew, okay, so I say this every week. We have a new low. <laughs> a new low. <laughs> uh, oh, so, one day we'll get to celebrate a new high. Exactly. So congratulations. Uh, we, we're now uh, a fourth of the way through the project now, or a little over a fourth of the way. And uh, I had predicted it on my on my shop. said if you were interested in the new low card, I definitely think it is. But, yes, it's a Fuki Sparky Anderson, 1987 Sparky Anderson card, the Reds manager card. Um as soon as that came out, as soon as I saw it was going to be a Monday sale date, people were going to forget. It came out on Friday. People were going to forget about this card, and they absolutely did. So it sold, um, I believe it was 840 So Oof. it's 50 wow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who wants a manager card? <laughs> Who's paying 20 pounds for a manager card? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I'm on record as saying I like a manager card, but, yeah, I'm not paying 20 pounds for one thing. I, and I can understand if it was Don Manley. You'd be all over it, you know, but... Uh, a, a guy that's not managed for 40 years yeah yeah that's true. i mean it's a it's a niche card i guess right 
Yeah, I mean, I'm actually amazed. At, so I thought it was be the first sub 800 card for sure. So uh, I'm amazed at that. But I guess the people are probably speculating. Yeah, you can go and still buy it for like 10 pounds more than it costs because who wants a Sparky Anderson card? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody, it, it's just as good as my Gregory Stiff, uh Jerry Manuel card. So you know, it's the same idea. Of course, yeah. Of course, but of course you know my Sif. I'm going for a Sif collection, so I had to get that card there. Yeah. Um, and other news, controversial card today. Oh. So Chinatown Market dropped uh, a Jackie Robinson Montreal. Oh gosh, a Royals card. The Montreal Royals there, and he looks like Roberto Clemente. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> so. Oh. We're, we're wondering if maybe Chinatown Market got things screwed up. Is it a purpose thing now to get people to chase it? They go, oh, look, it's Jackie Robinson, but it's actually Roberto Clemente. We don't know. Oh, so that's, just specul- that's a bold move if that's what they're, if that's what they're pulling. I, I don't know. So, I mean, it was I kind of put it up and went, oh, here's today's cards. And then immediately someone says, that looks a lot like Roberto Clemente. And then I looked at it and said, it does look like. <laughs> I'm very going to look this up while we're, while we're chatting. Yeah, you can look it up there. So yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a. I guess it was bound to happen with somebody out here that's an artist that probably went. That's great. I, you know, uh, it happened quite a bit with Project 2020. Sophia Chang would put random words on there that were somehow associated with the player. Um, I think there was like. A, it was George Brett's nickname on there. I can't remember what they call the no one calls it that, but it's like, it's on Wikipedia. So everyone thinks it's a real nickname. And, and you ask George Brett about it, it goes, no, that's, that's not my nickname. But she put it on the card because she's obviously not a baseball fan or not a big Wikipedia. one. Wow. Look, use, use Wikipedia and went, Oh great. Here's his nickname on there. Uh, there was a couple of questionable things like that on there where the artist probably hadn't done the research and you know, it slipped through tops control that it, that, it is Roberto Clemente and a Jackie Robinson card. I'm sitting looking at it now. Um, yeah, I encourage you to go and look at it if you can. It's um, yeah. It's so not I'll, Jackie. Yeah, I'll I'll try and give a, a a good verbal description of it for our podcast listeners who haven't perhaps haven't seen this. So there's the the main portrait of Jackie Robinson uh, in Brooklyn Dodgers gear with the autograph across the front, and it doesn't look too much like Jackie Robinson. And then you have two smaller portraits in the bottom right and top left of the card in classic Jackie Robinson poses that you'd yep. immediately recognize as Jackie Robinson. But yeah, it's not its not an absolute likeness. Uh. <laughs> no. So so, so there's a big fan, uh, Josie Tellier, who's an amazing artist. She's a huge fan of the Montreal Expos. I, I died to get her on the show. She claims she doesn't speak. She's French-Canadian, so she doesn't speak very good English. Neither do and I. And she was Fine. like, she, she's like, no, that that's not Jackie. That's Roberto. So I'm going with what she said. <laughs> that's interesting. That See, you really look at it, the more you look at it, you look at the jawline. The jawline's not the same. Yeah. It's definitely and definitely that. And you you can go, you can pull up a picture of Roberto in in the Montreal Royals um, uh, uh, uniform, and you go, oh, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's that is yeah. Well, we'll find out. 1954 design is apparently so. Uh, if she's if they're if sorry if they're riffing on 
an error of some description, then that's interesting. But I, I don't think. I mean, Chinatown Market's not Bobby Hundred's doing the air terror. You know. I, I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's I mean, Chinatown Market. We've already seen some shady Topps QC stuff with the uh, Getty Images watermark that appeared on one of the one of the, the, the Sean Wooderspoon's cards. Sean Wooderspoon's yeah. card, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, that, that's a big one, and, and you would hate to say, "Oh yeah, you, you've seen so many Jackie Robinson cards and so many Roberto Clemente cards that you just went, yeah, okay, fine, that's that's that." And you just, didn't think about it. Yeah, that's interesting. That'd be that'd be that'd be kind of fun to see to see see how that comes out. Uh, exactly, because it's one of those things. It quite quite possibly could be an error that might be collectible out of the set, mm-hmm. and that might actually drive that one up there because it would be one of those things. Because do you, do you print it that way, or do you go? Whoops! Hey, raise your hand. My bad. Yeah, you're right. That is Roberto Clemente. That is not Jackie Robinson. The thing is, like, we already know they're using the, the Getty Images databank. So that means that Getty Images has marked it wrong. Well, uh, yeah, quite, I mean, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there is that chance, I suppose, isn't there? Yeah. But I mean, if you're doing a portrait, oh, who knows? That That's really, this, this would be quite an interesting one to keep tabs on, I think, uh, to see if it's just artistic license, shall we say, or if it's a genuine, a genuine balls up and it either gets acknowledged or it gets changed. I don't suppose they'll change it, but it's probably too late to change it now, but whether or not yes, it, it no, gets so acknowledged at least. We know they print probably about four or 500 in advance. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That was how they cut down the shipping delays. So they've already probably sent so many out in there and then we'll fill the rest in as they came in that mm. way. That's how they're getting there on top of everything this time. Of course, no, nobody's looking for 99,000 Griffey shorts either. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So there'll be some have been printed. Absolutely. Um, and and I guess we'll find out whether if it was on purpose, it was an accident. Um, I'll, I'll check the, the the group chats and Discord later to see if I can find out more about it. But it was it was definitely brought to my attention that yes, that is definitely Ripper documenting and not Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not Jackie Robinson, or it's yeah, yeah it's not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to be as kind as I can about it because you know who who are we with with our shallow eyes to judge the artist? Um, but yeah, it, it, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, a classic likeness for Jackie Robinson, I think is the kindest way to put it. Cause you would think it's, so it's Roberto Clemente and Roberto Clemente would have been fairly young when he would played for him. Yeah. Um, whereas Jackie Robinson was like 28 when he finally joined the league cause he had to. Of course. Play. Cause he had, to, he had to come through the, come crashing so through the barrier, right? It's not a 28 year old. It's, 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 you know. Yeah, so, uh, well, let's see how that one plays out. That's definitely one to, to circle back to in a future episode, I feel. If yeah, anything we'll keep... comes out, maybe they'll... But the speculation will be fun to comment on, if nothing else. I'm sure in the in the groups, uh, there'll be some, some interesting some interesting banter and some interesting comments about it. But and I hadn't, and so that, but if that card's just out today, then people are obviously... I mean, West Coast, well, they're not quite still waking up in the West Coast. It's one o'clock on the West Coast, but... Uh, but yeah, I imagine overnight this it could kind of it could kind of pick up a little bit. Yeah, it'll be that'll be a fun one to keep an eye on. We'll circle, if, if anything does come out about that, then obviously we'll we'll update uh, on a future episode. That's for sure. Absolutely. And then the other thing, the Chuck Styles Josh Gibson card came out, which is to help promote the Josh Gibson MVP campaign, <clears throat> or it was kind of along with that one there. Yeah. But um, 
did you see so obviously i'm doing the the help promote the card out there did you see who the, the judges were for for this campaign no i have not seen who the judges oh are. my gosh is it frightening Pretty much. Uh, she want me to come back to this, and I can I can pull it up real quick to find out what. Yeah, it is yeah, there. yeah. That's a good idea. We'll we'll circle back to it at the end because we need to speak about our uh, um, our card art competition as well that we're uh, that we're tying the bow around as we speak. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think so is the best way to put it. It is ninety nine point nine percent done. Yeah, I'm we'll, we'll back come back from, to it. You're right. We'll come back to it. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll, we I'll we have you, one time. judge to hear back from. And we have the winner selected. So um, I'm chasing them tonight, and we will announce it tomorrow. So we have a winner there. Yeah, so and we can we can get on to the next one. Finish this damn thing off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I have to ask one question about Project Seventy. We've we've neglected I've, I've neglected to ask this question the last few weeks because we were trying to make it a recurring segment. Um, but we're gonna. So I'll ask again, and I'm catching you on the hop here. So you might have to rack your brain um, for Jason's card of the week from Project Seventy. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Uh, actually, it was uh, Alex Party, Dennis Eckersley. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yeah. You actually had two weeks to choose from, so obviously we didn't do it yeah. last week, but that's a pretty, that's a, that's a strong choice with the, the Mars Attacks themed. Uh, the Mars Attacks thing, yeah, cause, uh, which I didn't realize Mars Attacks is owned by Tops. Oh, I didn't know that either. They got the license. So they own the rights to that. So, oh, okay. so that was hence why you got to do it because you got to pull them both, both together and use that that way. So, yeah, that's very um, cool. That is a very cool con. Um, so yeah, yeah I, think... I did. I, that that brings a lot of like late 80s, 80s, early 90s memories of the Oakland A's dominating Eckersley out there, um, and the Mars Attacks, of course, was a good tie-in for that. So yeah, that's uh, become yeah. that's become such an uh, such a cult movie, Mars Attack. I mean, it's a fantastic film. Um, if you're if you're younger than younger than Jason and I, and well, that's probably everybody, uh, and you haven't you haven't seen Mars Attacks. We have Glenn. We have, we have Glenn. That's true. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, when we look at our uh, audience statistics uh, that are presented to us by Spotify, uh, yeah, we're pretty much playing to our own demographic at the minute. But yeah, so if you haven't seen Mars Attacks, um, I would encourage you to go and move it uh, to go and see it. Sorry, it's a uh, uh, it's a, a fantastic film, very funny. It's, it's become a sort of internet uh, cult sensation. So yeah, it's worth taking a couple of hours out to go and watch Mars Attacks. It's a uh, it's a good time. It is a good time. But yeah, Party's pretty much been crushing this project, right? Yeah, I, th I think he's. A, I mean, I think it was low, and he only sold seventy five hundred cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was his wild, lowest yeah. one. Yeah, uh, I, I love that. That was great. So. Um, Yes, we'll go bring that back. I forgot we had done that, but yes. There you go. Uh, Sorry, I completely... I, I, not even in pre-production did, did we know that. Did you know I was going to ask you that question? So, yes. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a fantastic choice. See, when you, when, you, when you don't get a chance to prepare, you give the best answers. There you go. <laughs> so the card art competition, so the judges for this, this, this is insane. Oh, yeah, so, so let's go, yeah. The, I've got them up. So this, this has been a six-week card art competition. So you ran Twitter. You'll, you'll find it on there. And they released the artist and elite. I uh, I have to make a card for this. I I am coming in dead last. <laughs> I can guarantee you that much. Like I do not have a shot. Like it is the best card artists that are currently out there, right? So there there are a ton of judges here. But let me get this. So the baseball legends division. This is the three different divisions here, right? So we have Janet Marie Smith. Haven't heard of her. No big deal. She is the, the Dodgers event vice president and stadium designer. Oh, wow. Okay. Vanessa Ivy Rose, who is the granddaughter of Turkey Stearns, the Negro League Hall of Famer. Okay. Fred Clare, who is the former GN of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay. 
Brian Patterson, who is the grandson of Buck Leonard, former Negro Leclerc. Yep. Right. Lindsay Berra, granddaughter of Yogi Berra. Holy bones. Okay. Right. And Justine Siegel. Oh, geez. Okay. If you don't know who Justine Siegel is, she was the first coach, first female coach yeah, out there. Yeah. So that that's one division, right? Artist in entertainment, right? Here we go there. Greg Proops, who's a TV host. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. Oh, growing up. <laughs> Growing up in the in the nineties, uh, watching Whose Lines Are Anyway with yep. Greg Proops. Uh, oh my god, fantastic! Yeah, he's, he's hilarious, there. man. Yeah, Blake Jameson. Okay, we know Blake, obviously. Uh huh. Lisa Freeman, who is a, a LA-based mixed a mixed media artist. Okay. Greg Kreinler, have you ever seen him? He he painted the Negro League cards, and it was oh, probably god. one of the best. Oh god. Pictures. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, DJ Ski. Oh, Ski's on. Okay. Lauren Taylor, our bet, our favorite. Yeah, friend of the podcast, Lauren Taylor. Friend of the podcast, uh, Sean Anderson and Lou Olson, who are the co-hosts of the Hall of Very Good podcast. <laughs> Hall of Very Good, I love it. Right, uh, and then uh, the last ones are writers and researchers. There, uh, it is Howard Bryant. You've heard of him. He's a author, journalist, and television personality. Jay Jaffe, who is the stat. And Hall of Fame expert guy, you know the like the Jackie. Oh yeah, is. yeah, I know he mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh, Shakia Taylor, who's an award-winning journalist and researcher. I, I'm not familiar. No. Ryan Fagan. I don't know if you know him. He's probably one of my favorite baseball writers. He goes to the games. I think he's based out of St. Louis, and he brings boxes of cards. So if you go up to the writers' off, he'll give you a pack of cards while he's there. No way. That's a quite a cool thing to do. And he does the uh, pack of a day. So he goes and buys junk era packs, opens the pack, and, says, and puts all the players out on his Twitter feed and said, tell me a story about one of the players. It's, it's probably one of my favorite baseball writers to follow. Uh, let's see. Lou Moore, who works for Sabre. Mark Moore, who is the president of Sabre. Oh, God. That's and some big Dave curve. Zirian, who is the uh, author and sports editor of The Nation. So those are the art- <laughs> those are the judges for this the competition. judges for this competition. Right on. Yeah, so um, yeah, we. I have some. Uh, I have to create a card for this, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna try to make some sort of hype video so I can come in second. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should go down the DJ ski route, man, and come up with like a whole curated playlist and like, Ooh, and, yeah. like a bun- to- and like a bunch of amazing stories intertwined about you know how you came up with all these guys and stuff. And- well, yeah, I mean, I have to do it on Josh Gibson. So, so yes. Yeah, so if you're not following us, it's the. Uh, it's a Negro League Baseball Museum art, so it's N L B M art, uh, and and that's the that's the hashtag or not the hashtag, but that's the at sign for there on Twitter and no, they're not doing Facebook, but Instagram. So Twitter and Instagram is through, and you can check it out. And the card artists that are working there are absolutely amazing. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Definitely worth definitely worth checking out. Uh, I see I've caught a few of your interviews that you've done with some of the some of the artists. Um... Like I say, on, on ball caps and bad pipes, been thoroughly enjoying that as well. So, yeah, that's really cool. So, NLBM art. Art. <laughs> yeah. There we go. NLBM there we go. art. Yeah. It's a hard one to say. It does not roll off the tongue at all. Not so much. No. We'll, we'll, we, um, yeah. Well, obviously, we have Twitter and, and Insta. So, we'll do a share of, uh, we'll pick a post and we'll, we'll do a share after this uh, so people can find it. But, yeah, uh, fantastic cause. Uh, like I said, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we're going to bring one of the artists on. We are, yeah, we are. Yeah, we, we haven't picked a date yet, but it would be probably when his card releases. Yeah, and we'll, he, find, it we'll is find one. 
tops artist. We are uh, we are looking for we are looking for guests though, right? So we, we started off real strong with members of the UK community who wanted to come on and, and, and waffle nonsense with us. Um, and yeah, we, we sort of switched focus a little bit because some of the Project 70 artists were showing uh, some interest in coming on the show and it's always fun to get these guys on. Um, but yeah, we still want to hear from you. If you're, if, if you're a card collector in the UK or in Europe or uh, in uh, Russia or I think Japan is now showing up on our, on our podcast listener location list. Um, yeah, and you want to come on the show just for a, a five-minute interview or you want to come and hang out for the whole hour, then feel free, get in touch. Uh, we'd love to have you on. It's, it's, it's good to have fellow collectors on uh, on the show and not just us uh, bringing on like headline guests. You know, we, we, want to, we want to hear from you guys in the community as well. So, yeah, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't be shy to reach out on, on any of our socials. We'd love to have you on. That would exactly. be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, like you said, like, we just kind of lucked out and we knew some artists, they wanted to come on, but we want to hear about your story here. We all have the same problems, whether it's shipping stuff over or yep. paying, <laughs> over paying down the prices here and all that. But yes, of course, just, you know, like you said, it, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, please feel free to come on and, and ask us for, you know, don't be shy. Um, we'd love to have you yeah absolutely if you don't want to do it live we're happy to do like a pre-recorded thing as well and stuff so yeah just get in touch that'd be kind of cool all right so uh moving on for project 70 then uh and moving into the more digital realms of uh of car collecting this week um tops a bunt we're, we're going to speak a little bit about um gradually becoming a recurring segment on the show and i think mostly because you and i are absolutely digging it right now uh like i said i kind of got into the I tried to do Bunt a couple of years ago and, and sort of half got into it and didn't really stick with it and then picked it up again because we, we wanted to do an episode about it and we've done an episode on it previously. It was one of, one of, our, one of our earlier ones, actually. And yeah, ever since then, I've been completely embroiled in it and I'm absolutely loving life. Uh, it's, it's, a, a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal little, uh, little app uh, and the amount of play you can, you can have for not actually having to put any money into it uh is great for us it must suck for tops but it's it's great for us yeah i mean i i i got a lot of abuse for playing pokemon for years <laughs> so somebody <laughs> said are uh, you still play?" i said no i gave it up and then what are you doing now so i replaced it with tops bud <laughs> so it's like giving up cigarettes and started to do chew tobacco you know <laughs> <It didn't really laughs> that's a fantastic analogy i love it uh, and uh yeah you know what like i, I think a lot of it's because I'm looking at these cards and going, you know what? I'm not going to drop 500 quid on these cards, but I, you know what? I, I'll open packs every day and I'll chase my, my, my one sets that I can do there. Um, you know, if I hit, I, I, I hit that an iconic finally and yeah, it was, yeah, it was so amazing. Ooh, it's been a big week. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah, it has. You know, we, we've hit a couple of iconics now and yeah, it's been a lot of fun and, and you know, we, we chat pretty much every day and share, oh, I hit this or I hit that. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. So yeah. I, I and I, I don't know which member, I can't remember his name, um, finished the road trip, got all the stuff there. I hate the road trip, oh, but congratulations that we yeah. finished the road trip. That thing sucks. I'm um, going to I'm gonna very quickly look that up because he deserves a full shout ben, out. For ben completing. Anderson? Uh, I'll find it, don't worry. Um, yes. But yeah, um, like the, the tribute event that they've got, they've got going on just now. So just five, just five levels to kind of finish the event and you can chain it. You know, you, you can, you can keep repeating the, keep repeating the event. It's been fantastic. Like I've, I've been thoroughly enjoying. You know, it's not it's not super difficult. Like it slows you down a little bit because you have to collect so many mystery boxes, or the you, you, know, you, boxes. you have to spin God the wheel so many times. But but yeah, it's been so much fun just to just to keep 
like redoing that event. It's like a really good way of, of, of keeping keeping interested in the app, and you can hit some pretty nice stuff when you uh, when you finish when you when you finish the event. You get the special pack with the 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 rare cars or the super rares and stuff in it. You can hit some pretty awesome stuff in there. You know, I actually really enjoy just the tribute set in general. It's been a fun set there. It's been a good mix of a lot of guys from the 80s and 90s that I like. Um, I think it did help, like, the first time through, I hit my iconic manly. And it was like, oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm hooked now. <laughs> no, you're uh, but I didn't realize it was a repeatable event. Do you know, have there been other events that have been repeatable? I, I, I'm, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't normally look because we've done road trips. And we've only, yeah. we've only been playing for two months. Yeah, well, well so road trips obviously repeatable. Um, and uh, tributes repeatable, but the the one that they had last week, so the NL was it the NL rookie stars one, which was like super easy, complete five trades, and and you'd finish the event, and it, it netted you like sixty k coins or something like that. That wasn't repeatable because that just would have been a grind. Like you could have done, <laughs> you know, that's like you know set, setting up a Bitcoin mine in China. Like you could have just sat and farmed that and made like so so many coins off of it. Excuse me, especially if you're yeah. like if you're if you're all pro like us and you have multiple accounts, so you're grinding across multiple accounts, you know. So yeah, that that would have been a that would have been a cluster if if they made that one repeatable. But yeah, we were like I said, we we're only a couple of months in. Some of the more experienced bunters, uh, I don't know if that's a good name for people who play bun- bunters. Well, bunters, yeah, good. experienced bunters, you know. Yeah, bunters, yeah. So some of the more experienced bunters may well know uh, if previous events of that nature have been repeatable. But I like the fact that it is repeatable. Uh, because you're trying to build out those the the rares and the super rares and whatever else, and you don't want to drop twelve hundred diamonds or something on a on a pack that could contain the cards. And a lot of the the purple like the purple ones that come out of it, there are event exclusive anyway. So you need to keep grinding the event if you want to build out that purple that purple set. So and I'm saying purple too much. Uh, so yeah, so, so, so the purple ones and then there's the, the the triple threads and all that there. It was Ben Anderson, you were right. So Ben Anderson, congratulations, finally finished road trip. 98.4% completed at the moment, or at least he was in his screenshot. Uh, but yeah, I think, he was, uh, I think he had gone through it. Let me just double check. He's completed it four times uh, and traded needs for duplicates uh, as it went along. There you go. So the, the ones that are missing are the awards, and you can't get the awards until the end of the event. The end so there's 118 days until the end of the event. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm on, my, I'm on my second pass of road trip, and I think on like the account I'm more active on, so not my grind account, uh, I think I'm back up to like level 27 or something like that. So I'm almost at the collect 2004 cards again, which took like a month last time. So, yeah, that. that. That's just the yeah. A, a so I'm grind. almost I'm almost on my second my my second full rotation. But but yeah, that's I mean that's a, a grind. But it's, it's meant to be a grind, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's on for 118 days. Yeah, that's like another four months. So <laughs> <laughs> I I saw someone that's in the the big top spot group said they sat there with another guy for 45 minutes and traded back and forth oh to, god, get to get the tooth out. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I, you know what? Like maybe if I was drinking. And watching a game, and, oh, you're up, buddy. Okay, yeah, 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 you're, you're, yeah. yeah. maybe, um, but 45 minutes to sit there clicking on it, like that yeah. just sounds painful. I mean, if if the wife's gonna like force me to watch any more Grey's Anatomy, then you know maybe maybe that that'll be a good thing. I'll sit I'll sit with my two phones and just trade back and forward between myself. But you know, you go going about with two phones, you're getting profiled as a drug dealer. It's like, oh, are you dealing drugs? It's like, no, 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 man, collecting digital baseball cards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Collecting phones. Pokemon and playing buns at the same time. <laughs> 
Hey, at least at least my Pokemon have got you out and about, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I definitely have not walked as much as I should have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, I was an old guy I used to play Pokemon with, and he's like, you still not play Oh my god! But yeah, so Bunt's, Bunt's been really great. It's been a, a nice distraction. There, there's some good, um, like exclusive things that they've put in there as well. Like uh, Pristine is out, and they have like the themed ones, like Call uh, Call to the Bullpen, which you have to buy the cards in order to enter the daily event and things like that. That's that, that's a nice touch as well. It's not just a complete facsimile copy of uh, um, of the real world releases. You know, they they come up with original content for the Bunt app, and uh, you know that's pretty cool. I quite like that. Like I said, I'm enjoying the events. I'm enjoying doing the research to see who I can come up with the best team there. Was I came in second the other day? Yeah, that's wild. No. Yeah, I remember you said that was pretty wild. Yeah. How many, so, how many uh, contest tickets did you get for coming second? Just nine. You get nine. Just, just, <laughs> so you just get nine no matter what. That's yeah, nine no matter what you do. Even if you win, you get nine. So oh, it's, gosh, wow. it's only if you play the the weekly one mm. and you win that in there. And uh, it's a bit of a fix. I was reading about it because the guy apparently has won it quite a few times there. And so like, there's like a 10 second delay between uh, what happens in MLB and what happens on Bunt. So if you can swap wow. back and players, it, so some guy like apparently like spent like all day swapping back and front to get like that one of one event car that you get for the week. Oh wow, <laughs> that's taking it serious. Yeah, exactly. Like this is a free game. That's it. Um, although <laughs> saying that, uh, I started playing the uh, what is it the the uh, hit of the day the what's it um, the BTS beat the streak one. Oh no! I've uh, is that on Bunt or the actual Beat the Streak on MLB.com? So you have to get Beat the Streak. You can download the app, but I saw it on Bunt because somebody said oh. you can do it there, and it was a news article about it. So you uh, you have to do that. But I find it really odd because you have to put your pick in the day before it happens, which just like it makes no sense. I mean, I can do the research either way, but, yeah, but uh, and something uh, could, something could come down with COVID overnight, for God's sake. Yeah, uh, so I, 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 I'm, so I'm trying to play it. So I'm on a, I'm a two game streak, and we'll see how it goes in there. That's <laughs> hard goal then. Yeah, well, uh, but it gives you bun exclusive cards. Oh, I didn't know that. So beat the streak, beat the streak's been around on MLB.com for a number of years, mm-hmm. um, and of course the idea is is you pick a player every day and, you, and you're trying to beat. Uh, whose record? Mantle's record of 52... 52 Dimaggio's. Dimaggio, sorry. Game. 56 games. Oh, look at me. Christ, Yankee fan, am I? Um, yeah, so you're trying to beat that fifty that 56... Get a hit at 56 straight days by picking a different player every day. Or you can pick the same player every day, but you pick a player every day to try and beat the streak. And they give you... The prize is like $5.6 million or something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're able to do it. So there's some guy at 40 right now, so... Oh, squeaky bump time! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's still two weeks. You still need like that's still like two weeks of hits you need to get, exactly. and like nobody's hitting right now because all the pitchers are using sticky substances on their fingers and their spin rates are up by six hundred revs per minute, and everyone's having kittens <laughs> and like Garrett Cole gave up five hits the other day and go, oh, that means he was cheating and now he's not cheating. Like, right, okay, that's what it means. Okay, <laughs> all right, cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, beat the streak. Beat the streak is quite a fun one. Um, I've never partaken in it myself, but if you can get exclusive bunt stuff, maybe I'll need to go and download the app now. <laughs> that, that that was what it's some guy had posted. He'd he'd gotten like a couple cards from it. I was like, okay, well, sure, why not? I'm already playing the daily event. Why not try to be, beat the streak and get some more cards there? Yeah. I, I think you have to have like a a ten game hit streak to finally get something. But I was like, okay, okay well, I'm already doing the research anyway, so I can 
maximize my my tickets <laughs> and my research go to one website go i need a first baseman what do you got yeah, <laughs> the, the, the addiction is strong right <laughs> uh, well like i said i mean i'm already on there you know opening my boxes and spinning my wheels <laughs> what's another box, five minutes the wheels. There? yeah yeah Go you know, we're all in meetings. You know, you just click. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna turn the, the the camera off. And <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I, I work diligently between the hours of nine and five. Uh, <laughs> Grieving to anybody from my employer who's listening. Uh, <laughs> yes, only only on sanctioned lunch breaks and uh, bathroom trips do I <laughs> may I partake in bunt through the day. <laughs> I, I take six bathroom trips a day. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those missions done as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I saw it. So, if you're, if you're looking for something else, try it out. I'm going to give it a go for a while and see how it goes. I, I find it odd that I have to kind of put beat the streak the day before because, again, yeah, that is kind of strange. Happen. But, but yeah, then Yahoo um, powers all that stuff. We know how crap Yahoo is because we've done fantasy baseball on Yahoo for. For goodness knows how I'm pretty sure that's a very that's a very sweeping statement. Yahoo Yahoo provide MLB's official fantasy game. They're the official fantasy game provider for MLB.com. Unless you want to play daily fantasy, in which case I think they've just recently gone all in with DraftKings. Uh, well, this is being presented by MGM. MGM, wow! MGM yeah. just got bought the other day by Amazon. Oh, right, bet MGM. Well, I don't know if the casino divisions got bought by the. Oh, casinos! Oh, oh, Christ! Of course, it was gambling. How silly me! <laughs> uh, what, what was I thinking? Uh, of course, all bets are off, or indeed, all bets are on in the US. <laughs> thank you, thank Love you, it. thank you very much. I've been working on that one. Uh, yeah, so all bets are on in the U.S. It's still the, the brave new world for uh, for sports betting in the, in the U.S. So that's another great topic for for a podcast sometime. The rise of daily fantasy. Uh, DraftKings have got a lot to do with that because obviously daily fantasy sort of snuck in uh, and and sort of greased the wheels to to help get sports betting legalized generally across the states it's not legal everywhere it's not in new york which is hilarious uh, and i say it's hilarious because i watch a reasonable amount of, of yankees games not as much as i probably should as a dedicated yankees fan uh and yeah they have the adverts all you know the adverts on the the you know the green screen green screens they have behind home plate where the advert changes like every inning and stuff uh, and so oh yeah DraftKings, new jersey and they're always very quick to add that it's new jersey uh, even though, of course, as we know, the Yankees are in the Bronx, and that is not in New Jersey. That's in New York. But uh, New Jersey is what, like five hundred yards away across the across the river. <laughs> it's so. spinning distance. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's always kind of interesting. I, I want to say DraftKings is based in New York. It probably I know is. FanDuel is. They, yeah, they FanDuel is based in New York. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's FanDuel. I couldn't remember the name of the other one. Um, Which yeah, is it a number-based company me. as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I applied for a job at Fangio uh, a few years ago when I, when I was doing the stay-at-home dad thing um, because it offered remote working. There you go. There's, uh, there's a I, little I tried to toy. grease the wheel on the back lens that was the, the UK's fantasy expert there you like go. six that's years it. ago. Yeah, man, I could use the same thing. <laughs> Part of the oldest established fantasy baseball league in the UK. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. stick that in your CV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Like, it wasn't enough. <laughs> they, were, they were looking for engineers. They don't need some random guys. They yeah, some random dude, yeah. I, I, I win my league every couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm second in our league right now. What the hell is going on? Oh, I, I'm dead last by a long shot. Oh, my God, yeah, I'm actually second. Uh, well, I don't know how long that's going to last, but so my alert told me tonight, so I was like, oh, shit, I better, I better just go and set my team. 
Ah, jeez. Well, that was Bunt and, and then a few other Bunt-related things. But yeah, Beat the Streak. If you're interested in Beat the Streak, go check out MLB.com. It's on their homepage all the time. Uh, and yeah, uh, as Jason said, apparently you can tie it to uh, to Bunt and get yourself some exclusive yep. content. You'll need to tie it to your account, so use the same account you're using there. We'll tie it that way. And yes, you can do, if, if you hit, I think it's a 10-game streak, you qualify for free uh, cards. So yeah. why not? Plus it's a free shot at $5.6 million, so why not? Anyway, more digital collecting goodness then. Uh, and I guess this week we have to speak a little bit about uh, a little bit about NFTs. Um, so it's been a rocky old time. Uh, we have our NFT group here in the UK uh, on Facebook that uh, I shared an article earlier, earlier this week and it's been across a number of news outlets and a number of different forums that the bubble has burst, NFTs are dead, crypto is for the, crypto is for the weak and the idiots. Um, however, uh, since we've been on air, uh, tops have I, tops have tweeted um, about. I saw that. Uh, you I saw, know, that you saw the same tweet. Did you? I saw the same thing. There you yeah. go. And here was me thinking I brought exclusive content. I kept seeing you checking your phone, and I was like, what, I and was I was like, like yeah. oh shit! I wonder if the sound's not working or something again. And I picked up my phone, and it was a tweet about NFTs, and I was like, hmm, I'll write this down. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, why I'm checking the phone. Like, oh yeah, I, was you, like, I can't lose what? that one. I'm like, trying to take screenshots and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you deliver it then. You go for it. No, no, no! You're <laughs> on it. You're on it now. I'll just go. Yay! Yeah. So the <laughs> NFT bubble has burst. However, uh, a 1986 Chrome. Auto, Ronald Acuna Jr. card sold over sold for eight thousand uh, dollars. I don't know when it was because I only saw the I only saw a text alert on my home screen. I didn't actually go in and read the tweet, uh, so, but I right. think it was just over the weekend. Uh, yes. So yeah, so it is. I think it's a one of one. It's it's the eighty six uh, Acuna with an autograph on it in there. So, um, but that's crazy. I think it actually sold for over eight thousand with crypto being dead. And it was worth half the value that it was before. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, eight, eight grand still not to be $8,821. So I don't know how many wax that is. Probably about six million at the current exchange. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it's, that's what Tops was saying in the tweet. Uh, but yeah, like, like I say, cryptos. So NFTs, NFTs haven't, haven't really crashed. Um, NFTs, especially at Solo. Wax is the, 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 the crypto of choice, the, the, tops you use with wax.io wax we've got your wax p but it's all underwritten much like real work real world currency is it's all underwritten by the value of ethereum uh, and as has, as has been across all press not just uh, not just nft related press but crypto's getting a bit of a humping at the minute um i have the coinbase app and it sends me scary alerts about the price of bitcoin has dropped by five five percent in the last 24 hours and that's like a loss of 35 35 grand um so the fact that bitcoin can lose five percent of its value and that's thirty five thousand, uh you know crypto is still strong bitcoin bitcoin is still strong for 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 five percent of its value to be thirty five thousand dollars it's not like it's back to being worth absolute bobbins uh so yeah it's very unpredictable the crypto market's very uh very Unstable, I think, is probably the kindest way kindest way of putting it. There's a lot of political factors at play with crypto just now. Uh, a lot of the Chinese crypto farms are getting shut down, or uh, I think China are, start, are talking about bringing in taxation and things on uh, on Bitcoin mining. Uh, so yeah, so the market's super volatile, as if it wasn't already. It's even more volatile now. Uh, Bitcoin is kind of the the pin that holds the the main crypto market together, and, and Ethereum, which 
the NFT market is based off of just in line with, with the way Bitcoin and crypto in general is going has taken a bit of a hit recently. Um, we've speculated before it could be a good thing for the Topps baseball collection or if you're so inclined you can get Topps Bazooka Joe NFTs at the moment uh, if you're into your, your Bazooka Joe bubblegum. Um, but yeah, like a, a, low crypto, a, a low crypto cost means that obviously if, if they do release Series 2, which we hope and expect that they will, uh, especially as physical series two comes out this week, which uh, I've already mentioned, then you know your your hundred dollars hundred dollars to buy a pack when converted to the, that value in wax. When we hope it goes back up, obviously those packs are going to be worth a lot more. So what we might see is going to be different. Is rather than last time where it was just buy, hold for like twenty four hours, and within twenty four hours you're tripling your money. And if you if you sat on it for like a week, well, I mean, I think we both sold premium packs at around about the thousand dollar mark when they were when we bought them for a hundred dollars. Um, I don't think we'll see that again. It, it might be a, it might be a bit more of a long hold this time, but uh, yeah, it's about playing the game. Um, whether or not the the bubble has officially burst and it's not never going to be worth anything again, it's difficult to tell. I can't say I'm educated enough in it or. I've been following the the trends close enough to to say that's going to be the case, but that's certainly what a lot of people are reporting. But like I say it's it, it's the general volatility in the crypto market that's causing the NFT fluctuations that we're seeing. And I think I think you release it. I think people are buying. I still think there's a market there. I mean, you can you can buy directly from Walmart now, so <laughs> you're no longer going to be holding up the stores and reselling that way. So I think there's still a market for it. I think it's probably a, a pretty strong market. I mean, if you look, I mean, who's spending eight thousand on Ronald Cuna cards? Somebody is. Somebody is. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's, some, it's probably a speculation thing, but yeah. but fine, Let's go speculate. It's like yeah. you know, like oh, do I have to talk about Vegas, Dave? No, don't talk about Vegas, Dave. You don't want to. Like no, I, I can't. But I can't think of a better example because he, okay. he bought that Mike Trout Super Factor for like what did he pay three hundred thousand? Three hundred thousand for it. Yeah. yeah, and then flipped it like three years later for three point two million. But then ugh, that, that's a complicated story because he basically cornered the market and, and forced the price up by having pretty much all the low number of Mike Trout rookies. Anyway, it's perhaps not an apples to apples comparison, but it's pretty close to an apples to apples comparison. So yeah, I mean that's worth eight grand now. Like you say, the underlying value of crypto goes up, and that eight grand suddenly becomes twelve grand. grand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we might, like, so we might not see three hundred percent increases like we saw before, but you know you might get fifty percent return on your money. Where else are you getting fifty percent return on your money outside of Vegas? You know, <laughs> Bernie <it's>, Madoff. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and he did make he did make off, did he? he uh, yeah, he he made off with a lot of money. Um, yeah, it's it's. You can't really comment on the NFT market without having a strong understanding of the crypto market, which of course underpins it all. Uh, I mean, it's it's interesting to see, if nothing else, it's it's interesting to see how many news outlets are commenting and writing articles now about NFTs and NFT collectibles, in particular. It's not just about the art side of it, uh, which obviously the, there's a lot of value there. We've seen memes getting sold and tweets getting sold by nft and um music getting sold by nft and uh and that's one side of it but the collectible side of it for the people who want to get into that and kind of appreciate it it's nice to see that getting written about and it's not just 
you know, so it, it, it shows that it's a popular, it's obviously a popular concept and a, a popular topic if multiple news outlets are writing about specifically digital collectibles and not just NFTs in general. They're choosing the collectible side to focus on. Yeah, like I said, I think, I think there's a market out there. I think it's probably not as strong as everyone else because you're going to have to flip. You have to figure out how to get your money out quickly. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the thing. They need, really need to improve the way that, the way or how easy or not it is to get your money out. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's another complicated minefield. Um, Glenn is with us. Good evening, Glenn. Nice to have you with us. Um, Crypto's a long game. Uh, and then, you know, you're looking at five years plus. And you may well be right. Uh, who knows? I mean, uh, I think, I, I don't know if I told this story on stream before, but when, when Bitcoin first came out, uh, and I believe it was one Bitcoin to a dollar uh, was its initial offering, or, or maybe $10 or something like that. I don't really remember. Uh, and I sat at the time then, I was like, mm, how much money could I afford just to lose if I, you know, if I bought some of these? And yeah, it didn't do it. But yeah, you could, if you were there right at the start, you could be buying Bitcoin for... I say I think it was one dollar to one bitcoin, and now five percent of its value is 35, 35 grand. I can't do the maths on that. That's how big a number that is. Uh, I can't do the maths on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's, right. it's I mean, like it's... everything else. People, like people, Glenn's right. You know, you got you got to play the long game with a lot of these things. It's like any other investment. You know, the value of your house can go up and down, but but in the long term, houses are seen as really good investment. I'm not saying NFTs are are as good an investment as houses by, by no means, but. You know, any, any kind of dabbling in the stock market, and this is basically what it's like. It's just numbers on a page at the end of the day. Um, and there's obviously a lot of external factors that, that can that can force prices to go up and down. Any kind of investment like that, yeah, if, if you're prepared to play the long game, you're going to see, you, that's that's by far your best bet of, see, of seeing a reasonable return, I think. If you, if you want to do the short sale and, and get out quickly, say we were... Super lucky. You can count on one hand the, the amount of good things that that, have, that that I've done to me like to get a return like that. You know, there's the there's the the NFTs, like you say, the hundred dollar packs that that we held, and let's say we both sold around about the same time for just about uh, just about a thousand dollars. That was like a pretty that's a pretty nice return. Um, there's the, the esports cards that I bought at like thirty quid a box and then resold them at three hundred pound a box, which is just mental, but I don't think that would ever happen again. And everything else I touch turns to absolute horse feathers. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's not like I'm some kind of savant, that is for sure. But um but yeah, interesting to see NFTs in the news again. Um we've talked about uh the fact that tops need to freshen it up. Maybe they don't need to freshen it up if they can still if they can still sell an Acuna one for just a just a shade under nine grand. And um, I think they just need to keep something else doing again, like bunt where you're crafting or something like that there, you know, just to keep you involved there. Because again, I'd probably go and buy cards here, there, trade cards, sell cards. But right now there's not really. Yeah. So point. yeah. Where's, where's the incentive to do it? Because you could go yeah. out and buy, I mean, this is a really good time if you wanted to speculate on it with, with, with the price of wax being so low and therefore the value of the, the, the NFTs being so low, you know, you could go and start hoovering up singles, but, but you know, unless you're, concerned about building a digital set what you know what, what's the incentive for doing it what's the incentive to go and collect uh you know all, all the dj lemayhu cards i can get my hands on or uh you know or try try and build like a yankee set or try and do like pick a mint number and try and do a mint number i don't know uh if somebody's doing it so you funny you say that because uh i traded my don manley iconic card to a guy that there was a 
uh, Edgar Martinez in the same set, triple relic refractor like that there. It was another iconic card there. And uh, when I was looking for trade partners, because they're like, all right, that's pretty cool. If I can find someone I don't mind trading, like I'm getting someone else's card there. There was a guy that had nine of them. There was only 58 of the cards, and some guy wow. had nine. That's so crazy. he was clearly trading to get so that there's probably someone doing the same thing out there in wax. But I was I was just like he's hoovering up every one of those Edgar Martinez cards. He's probably working on another forty trades to make sure he has them all. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people see NFT as as collecting or if they see it as investment. Like just thinking about all the most of the conversations we've had, we've talked about it from very much a kind of buy and sell perspective rather than I want to I want to build a set. It's not really a set building thing, is it? You're looking for value. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Are you going to get a giant LED screen and put it up for you to sit on there? <laughs> Print them all I mean, off, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you really could. I, mean, I I thought about it. When we had sold our packs, and I figured you could pick up a card. Uh, you know, if, if I think if I hit the expensive cards, like the Trout and stuff like that, that I know the, the resale, how, that would have kept my cost down. I'm going to write, I could pick up the rest of these for a dollar or two each. Mm. I would have probably done a set just to have that unique first set out there yeah but i'm, I'm not paying 120 dollars for for my child card or anything else that needed to be for the burn set because that was you know i looked at doing that as well and that was like a you were spending 120 dollars to get that one 1951 package yeah two and i just i didn't see what i was to do with it unless i was trying to collect the whole set and then once you had the whole set what really were you going to do with it yeah at least in bump when you collect, when you collect a set you get a nice little reward at the end of it i yeah, yeah, it's a strange. Who knows? But but it's it's still developing. Said, yeah, we still see uh, NFTs, be, at least collectibles, being like bunt. I, I think that's it's still uh, they'll keep people busy with that, you know, because <laughs> you could release it, you could release every set every week, and just keep that money train going. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised it's gone as cold as it has. Like, and like I say, unless they're waiting for series two, and like I say, physical series two is out this week. Or maybe, or like you said, maybe they'll do something around an event like the All Star Game, and we're getting pretty close to the All Star Game because obviously they're encouraging you to vote, vote, to vote uh, for your <laughs> favorite MLB superstars. <laughs> uh, it's the Bo Jackson five power energy five power energy vibe again. I know, dude. Yeah, yeah. Every commercial break on MLB.tv. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who the sponsors of the sponsors are of the All Star Game now, I don't know what's wrong with you. So yeah, it's obviously coming up. Um, series two coming out soon. All-Star Games coming up. We might see some cool stuff. We saw, <clears throat> we saw more moments got added to Bunt um, last week, I think. With yep, the, it did, yeah. Pristine collection. It was pristine. Yeah, there was some stuff <laughs> out there. So, so yeah, it, uh, mm. like, you're seeing it. I think I, it's, it's not going to take long for them to go, okay, we're going to have moments available. I, you know, I think they're just trying to figure out the technology for it. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope that's the next thing. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, on that subject, I've been racking up the Top Shot packs. Uh, so I've got I think now five top shot packs that I'm sitting on. Uh, so I've been to open some of those just for the laws because I haven't done uh, I haven't done any top I've I've not seen any top shots. You, you've not opened your top shot packs yet. I've not. No, there was the packs were available today, but you had to own like sixteen moments. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not getting any of the exclusive stuff because I've not opened any of the packs. But I got the uh, like I spun up a second account and got the, like the new collector one that came out last week. Um, right. So I've got that one, uh, and I think there's another like. But they're doing drops like regular, regular drops now. Playoff drops this week as well. Slightly more expensive pack, fourteen dollars, not nine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first of the playoff series is coming. So 
Uh, that would be quite interesting as well. See uh, as we get deeper in the playoffs if the prices continue to escalate. You know, if you want to pack for the finals, maybe it's going to be like twenty-five bucks and not, you know, nine for a regular, or fourteen for a playoff. What are, they going to, what are they going to do for the finals? Like put the price up again. But to be fair, like that's actually not a bad thing because not, said, you're no. going to you're, you're going to get all stars there. You're not getting some scrub. <laughs> I hate to say the Clippers. So I think the Clippers win the playoffs. Uh, who, who's crap? I, Oklahoma City. They're crap this they're year. Crap. Okay. You're, you're, you're not you're not seeing like the eighth guy of the Oklahoma City bench doing something. You know, you're getting all stars on this one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's an excellent point, actually. Yeah, and obviously the, uh, more eyes on the playoffs and the finals than there would be on yeah Timberwolves at Oakland or something, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, you, you'll see a few more things that way. And again, I think you know with Top Shot, iconic moments. You know, there's gonna be a few in the playoffs there. I'm sure those things will have value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun one, a fun one to get into. All right, cool. Well, that pretty much wraps up the show for this week, I think. Um, we managed to make an hour out of it again. Look at us. We're, it's almost like we're getting it's almost like we're getting reasonably competent at doing this show every week. Uh, so, yeah, it was good to be back uh, once again. Thanks, Jason, for covering for me last week. Um, and, yeah, if you haven't gone and listened to the, the interview that Jason did with James Fiorentino last week, highly recommend it. Um, especially if you're a Yankees fan. Uh, but yeah, just a great guy to talk to. Uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the interview. So that was really great. Um, like I say, we may have some guests coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, we'll put that plea out there again. If you're part of the, the collectors community and you, you'd like to come on the show, come and talk with us for a little bit, uh, you're more than welcome. Just reach out to us, any of our social media channels. Uh, like I say, it doesn't need to be a live thing. If you can't make Monday at nine o'clock, uh, we can do a pre-record thing and play it through. Uh, we have the technology, um, but I remember to click the unmute button. We, we have <laughs> the, the microphone check. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called microphone check. Uh, yeah, thank you to our creative director, uh, Mr. Ross Naylor, for uh, for coming up with our our clever title this week. Um, right. Yeah, go on. Sorry, did I just cut you no, off? No, no, that's it. Just say hey, thanks for for tuning in. We always appreciate the comments, and you like us or not. Uh, yeah, we hope you like us there. Everybody um, likes us. Yes, Come on, man. Everyone likes us, yes. Um, but yes, please like uh, just reach out to us. If you got any questions? So I said we're not experts, but we're happy to find the information for you and maybe point in the direction of the experts there. Um, we just want to help the community as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like I say, if you're if you are listening to us on your Apple device uh, and you can take 30 seconds while you're enjoying your poop or whatever you're doing while you're listening to us, uh, give us that, that five star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a big difference for us. Um, and yeah, it helps us climb the charts and gets eyes on us. And uh, maybe I could afford to get a new seat because I have a new seat this week and it's really uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> or maybe we can afford to get you the hat to match your jersey. The hat so. to match the jersey, yeah, yeah. So that's why there's been an awful lot of excessive shuffling around if you've been watching the stream tonight. But there you go. Uh, I'm going to go and uh, I sit down, I think. Uh, so yeah, Jason, thanks again on that note. <laughs> Thanks for being here this week. Uh, and yeah, we'll uh, podcast will be out Wednesday, 9pm uh, on your favourite podcast platform. I should remember to put that in. And we'll see you again live next week, uh, Monday, 9pm UK, uh, here on whatever you're watching, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, hopefully I'll be out of Facebook jail um, and I won't have to hijack Jason's computer to run the live stream. Um, but yeah, Jason, thanks again. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye, guys.